What is up? On this episode of the podcast, I have my man Elijah Witt. He is the vocalist of the band Kane Hill. This is by far one of my favorite episodes. And yeah, just lots of fun, random shit from uh, doing acid to writing new music in this crazy ass time that we're we're all living in. And uh, why don't humans have exoskeletons, dude? Like like Predator or some shit. I don't know. Like yeah, that would be that'd be sick. Like why don't we're just all little pansies here? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fruit for thought, right? Uh, yeah. Anyways, stoked to have Elijah on the podcast. He uh also has a new cute pup, so make sure to check him out on the gram. Links in the bio, so you don't have to go far. Uh, yeah. Short and sweet. Let's get into this thing, Elijah. With everyone, let's go. Yeehaw. Hello, Elijah. What's up, dude? I am doing literally nothing. I was almost napping for the past hour, but I want to emphasize almost because I kept myself awake. <laughs> that way, if I did fall asleep, I would probably be just the most miserable on this. And I wanted to be professional. <laughs> I wanted to be professional. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. I <laughs> I was I was kind of feeling that too. I went to go hit some golf balls with my, my family and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, like I'm pretty tired. But then I had uh, cracked a beer. I had some uh, TGI Fridays uh, jalapeno poppers that were ex- scalding hot, so that's fun. That'll wake you up. That'll yeah. wake you up real fast. I feel like the beer would knock me out, but the 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 jalapeno would wake me the hell up. Oh, when I I bit into the first one and it was so hot that it just like splooged all over me in a real sexual manner and like it burned burned my hand. So I'm dealing with that. That'll be a fun little little uh, scar. For the next I, I hate to, I hate to say it, but I mean that's just a very a very erotic story for a jalapeno popper. Honestly, yeah, I wasn't like kind of I was mad because it hurt, but at the same time I was like, damn, that thing got some distance on that. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> hot though. Let me yeah. tell you about that, <laughs> <laughs> dude. What's been going on? I, I I was trying to think about the last time I saw you. I think it was when I was with uh, of mice and men on that nothing more headliner in uh, in Nola. Shoot, dude, that was so long ago. I thought the last time I saw you was the that Crown the Empire show, uh, oh. but that's at least that's at least closer than that. But it's been a, it's been a hot minute. It's not like touring's happening anyway. I haven't seen any of my touring friends, just my actual band, which is the worst. Yeah, it's like you're cool dudes, but like, come on, give me a fucking break. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hang out with the other band guys, the band guys that I don't see all the time. Right? Yeah. Um. So for Kane Hill, did you guys have anything scheduled that like got canceled or, or rescheduled or like what, what was going on before all this like shitstorm happened? I mean, we were kind of in our own personal shitstorm. Um, we haven't like there's been like nothing that we've like gone around and talked about. But I mean, during that time period, we were actually like I think like three months before that, our contract ran out with our managers. Oh, okay. Our contract ran out with Rise, uh, our our booking agents. Uh, well, our, our our one bookie agent, who in fairness was like, he wasn't doing much anyway. Um, yeah. He also packed up and left, and we were like, okay. So we kind of just had like a clean house right before this all happened. So we only had like one tour booked um, for this year uh, that got canceled, which was no big deal to us because yeah. we've been trying to focus on getting like some semblance of music out. Because it's been like three years since we put out a heavy song, I think two years or three years. Like that we was... put out the semi-acoustic thing, but. Yeah, that was the the one you're talking about the the semi acoustic one. That's like what was it? The Kill, Kill the Sun EP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before that, like it was too so, far gone. That's like yeah. an album that we put out like in 2017 or something. 2018. Yeah. I don't really know, but it's been a hot minute. 
So like, yeah, so like we cleaned house and we weren't really planning on doing much anyway. We were just kind of taking a few tours that were coming towards us. Uh, most of them weren't working out anyway. So it's like, I mean, I don't care. Yeah. I'll stay home <laughs> and have another excuse to write music instead of, you know, focusing on playing live because how many times can we play the same songs live before people hate us uh, so, yeah dude i feel oh. you for sure especially i mean i'm obviously a photographer videographer and going out on the road it's like i'm not playing the songs but like i'm here in the same set for like a month yeah. or two straight and i'm like luckily i've been on tours with bands that like i do enjoy their music but like at, at a time a it's like fuck like I love like, this I'm song. I'm really but... sick of this song. Right. So and that's how I yeah. felt like when I was on tour with Bullet from Valentine. I was like, man, I love Bullet. Yeah. And then by the time we got <laughs> to the show where like I, 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 I met my wife on a tour, by the time we got to the show that that happened, she was like, I want to hear Tears Don't Fall. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Please don't <laughs> make me listen to Tears Don't Fall. Uh, but I did because I respect her. <laughs> so as far as, so you're in, Hopefully I say it right. I feel like there's a, a proper way to say it, but New New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah, that's New the right Orleans. way to say it. As long as you don't say like New Orleans. New Orleans, baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the bummer one. That's, that's the bummer. That one. or just like a, a stranger coming up and saying a very long drawn out Nolans. Oh yeah, I think like big yike for a short term. I just say like Nola. Yeah, Nola works. Nola yeah. is the perfect like combination of all of the terrible ways you can pronounce it and the right one so it's like that safe bet just take all the letters out of it just pronounce the acronym yeah i dig it um so i feel like i'm i don't really take too much notice of like the news and what you know all the crazy shit that's going on but i feel like that's one of those places that's kind of a hotbed like of, oh yeah of shit like are you, are you are you close to any of that stuff like are you out in the cuts or like I'm like, I'm 15 minutes outside of the city. I live in like one of the first suburbs outside oh, okay. of the city, um, but I'm on the edge of it. So I'm like towards the second suburb. But I mean, it's actually uh, coincidentally worse in these suburbs. So, uh -huh. I mean, you have the city that pretty much shut down. Like everybody was like, fuck it. We're not going to do anything. Everything was like a ghost town. It was Shit. super weird. Uh, and then you have the town I live in, which is right outside of it, where uh, it's like mostly conservative white people. Um so they, by nature, don't believe in science. And there's just like, it's like no one cares. So it's gotten really bad out here. Um, it went down for a while, but then, I mean, they started opening things back up and it's just going back up again. Oh, um, yeah, that spike so, for I mean, sure. It's, yeah, it's just like a perpetual nightmare that I just feel like, I mean, I, I, I don't know the best way to deal with it. I would reckon staying home as much as possible. I think the, my big problem is just nobody wears masks. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask to protect you, but you don't have the decency to wear a mask to protect me. Why am I protecting you? And then it's like an endless cycle of me hating them and them not knowing I hate them. But I'm, I'm, I got rage behind my mask. Oh, for sure. And you can only, you can only like show that rage with your eyes. And like, even if you're smiling, like when I wear my mask at work and I'm like passing by someone, like, of course, now I have to do like the head nod, but like before, I was like <laughs> smiling behind my net, my mask, but my eyes are squinting, so it's almost like coming off like hey, hey motherfucker. He's sneering at me. Like what the fuck? Like you trying to fight, bro? Like. <laughs> it's, it's Unfortunately for me, my eyes show almost no range of emotion. So. <laughs> They're like, damn, this guy has no soul. <laughs> this guy's vacant, and I'm just like imagining a monkey inside my head slamming symbols, just like yes, I am vacant. Thank you. <laughs> Have you, uh, like, let's see, I'm, I'm in a pretty, let's see, I'm in the Bay Area, I'm like 45 minutes south of San Francisco, like, the closest to me that, that had, like, some sort of protests were, 
well, not too far from me, but they were all peaceful and stuff. But I, apparently San Francisco had like businesses mm-hmm. boarding up their, their windows and shit like that. Like when you mentioned that your town and stuff like that is boarded up and it's like a ghost town mm-hmm. or, or there, it's a ghost town. Are, is it like boarded up and stuff like that? Cause that stuff's crazy. Uh, I mean, the French quarter was, um, I'll be honest, ever since all this happened, I didn't really, I haven't taken much time to go into the city. I visited Ryan, our bassist. He lives in the French quarter and that's when I like oh, okay. saw it. I was like, this is fucking weird. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, it was boarded up. People had put some really cool graffiti, uh, and like, nah, I'd, I'd say, I guess I'd rather call it just like some really good street art, yeah. um, out on all the like boarded up windows, like a lot of positive messages. I mean, it's new Orleans, so it's a relatively positive city. There's there's its downsides, of but course. like the mental attitude has always been really good. So I mean, it was they were they were ready to quarantine. They were ready to kind of just shut everything up for the greater good. Yeah. Um, and they turned it into a really cool thing. Uh, obviously, I mean, there are problems with the economy when that happens. But what are you going to do? It's like of people's course. lives versus the money in New Orleans has always been like a very love everyone around you city. Um, like. So it, it was, I don't think it was a huge problem for anyone to like kind of shut up their business just for a little while to get things going. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm speaking for like the greater amount of people. Of Obviously course, there's yeah. going to be people who aren't, who are in fact pissed off about it. But I think overall it was, it was one of those decisions that like people pretty much knew and they had to make it the best out of it that they could. Um, right on. But they didn't like, they weren't boarded up for the protests necessarily. Yeah. The protests happened and they were, peaceful for a while until NOPD decided to use all the tear gas they had in one night, which oh, then fuck. forced them to go back to being peaceful. Yeah. There's uh, a, yeah, all the stuff you see on, on uh, like the news and stuff with those rubber bullets and stuff. I'm like, damn, like I know it's, it's not like an actual round, but like apparently you're supposed to like bounce those off the ground, like shoot it off the ground, yeah. but they're just like yeah, straight yeah. shooting it like at people's faces and Point shit. I'm like, blank. Bro. There's a photo I saw, like, someone had, like, collected, like, I don't know, it was just in their hand, but, like, maybe three, four, and I'm like, dude, those things are thick. Yeah, it's, like, the size of three of your fingers. Yeah. Like, stacked on top of each other. It's not, it's it's barely less than lethal. It's less than lethal if you use it the correct way. It yeah. is incredibly lethal if you use it the way they use it. Yeah, people lose it's, eyes and shit. Like, it's fucking disgusting. Uh, it's insane. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty mad enough about it. I mean, we you know, that could, that could be what we talk about if you'd like it to. It's gonna turn into a really angry conversation. Yeah, well, so going on. I mean, I kind of wanted to ask all that because, I mean, you mentioned it's kind of forcing you to write and stuff because you don't have to worry about the the touring mm-hmm. aspect. Like, do you think that all this will kind of translate into the the next record or EP or whatever you guys doing? Like, or is it kind of just like a a thought in the back of your head? It's not like. It's oh, it's influence. definitely not in the back of my head, you know. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know an empathetic person in the world that can just keep it in the back of their head. Like it's, oh, it's okay, happening, yeah, of course. Yeah. you know. Um, whether or not it comes through the music, I think there's almost no way to avoid it, though. Yeah. You know, when when you're writing heavy, angry music, and in the heat of the moment, that's what's surrounding you and infuriating you and making you angry. It's almost undoubtable that that's going to come out. I mean, it's. It's always kind of even, I mean, you, you were watching the world that we live in, like very quickly become, uh, uh, and people are going to, people will hate this comparison because they're going to say, well, he, he kills 6 million Jews. It's becoming a very Hitler-esque world. Yeah. Um, 
I I think people, when they make that argument, think that Hitler literally got into power and said, kill Jews. There was nothing that came before it. But um, I mean, you see that you can see the systemic changes in the American political system that I mean, they've been there for a long time. I'm not saying Obama was good. I'm not saying Clinton Mm -hmm. was good because they were Democrats. I'm not Democratic. I'm socialist. Like I believe in helping the people. Um, but, I mean, you're seeing it really come from a person who doesn't care about the visual image of what he's portraying. You know, he doesn't care about the negative aspect of it. He embraces the negative aspect of it. He is actively trying to separate the country into another civil war. Like it's on his agenda. Um, and he's targeting certain groups of people. He's using Nazi symbology. Um, and, and symbolism, I don't know if symbology is a word. I'm pretty sure it's not. Hey, I'm down uh, for it, whatever. <laughs> we, we'll use it in case it is. Um, but he's taking like Nazi symbolism and, and national socialist ideas and he's putting them into effect. He's taking his cabinet and making it. He's putting white supremacists in his cabinet from the start. He's dismantling the judicial system and replacing it with people that have, like he has in his pocket. Um, and he's using yeah. he's using propaganda like a fucking yeah. dictator. So it will definitely come into the music because I've always been wholeheartedly against dumbass alt right white supremacist Nazis. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and if that's if that's not what you're against, then you know if someone's listening, like, eh, well, maybe Nazis aren't so bad. Well, they can um, fuck off. Like, for sure. I, I think they're in the wrong place, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, um, I, I wanted to ask, because I mean. I think I, I had Alan on from the Mice Boys, and I, I talked mm-hmm. to them about it because, you know, they're they're writing music and, and stuff like that. So I, I, I wanted to ask you because, you know, it's a it's a huge turning point for, well, I guess the, the world as it is now. So I was like mm-hmm. considering that you're just, you know, writing with the band. I'm like, damn, that's for sure going to come through like one way or another where it's like directly speaking to it or, you know, whatever your lyrical mind comes up with. But. I'm I'm excited to well excited okay excited because I'm maybe excited is not the right word but like looking forward <laughs> anticipate yeah. Anti- yeah. anticipate yeah yeah because I mean it, it's it's a shitty situation but the music that comes from it um, I'm looking forward to to hearing what you guys come come with because like the um what was it yeah too too far gone like that was heavy the album bef- what was the album before that that was uh smile okay those were heavy. And then you guys came out with the EP Kill the Sun, and it was like flip the script, still dark and stuff, but mainly like acoustic driven. So yeah, that shit was sad. Dude. <laughs> was sad. Before I go on, I got to say one, I mean, I love all the, the records, but I love that EP so much. Like I'll throw that thing on like while I'm cooking or, or whatever. And dude, my mom even loves like the whole EP. Like I'll oh, play yeah, it. We got, we, we got the mom's heart on that one. Dude. Yeah. So like going into but the thank next. You, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going into the next record, whenever you guys put it out, like, are you guys going back to kind of like that too far gone and smile oh, yeah. record or like kind of, uh, what you, what's going on with that? I th- we're, we're taking it. I mean, if I'm, if in my opinion, it has a lot of semblance from our first EP, like the chaos that yeah. came from being like 19 or 20 and writing just angry music. Uh, but taking kind of like the more mature route of Too Far Gone. So if you take Too Far Gone and just kind of wipe all the softer stuff, that's okay. pretty much what we've been up to. Uh, and I'm fucking excited because I got all the sadness out on Kill the Sun. And um, there was such a good response to it, like from the people who took the time to listen to it. Oh, yeah. Um, 
which was great because uh, I love that we kind of just showcase what kind of artists we are and that we're capable of kind of doing whatever we want. And like, it's always been our mentality. So going in that incredibly polarized direction was just kind of exciting for us. Yeah. Um, but I'm really happy to get back to our angry roots because I mean, especially with everything going on oh, yeah. uh, in the world, like just kind of like, it's, it's a weird way to say it, but it's, it's the, the cherry on top of the cake of my anger. Cause I already had all this anger building up from like losing our management and our label kind of at the same time and being a little bit blindsided by it because we weren't paying attention to right. our contracts, you know? Um, and then having to kind of like just rebuild from day one and thinking, Oh my God, we feel so fucking betrayed. Um, but then this comes after it. It's so much, it's much more powerful the anger and rage that you get from the situation that the world is in and how the world treats black people, how the world treats Hispanic people. And, um, it's, it's like, it's definitely one of those things that I understand as a white person, I have the responsibility to, to amplify black people's voices, to amplify Hispanic people's voices, to, to amplify everyone who has been, uh, kept down by the very obvious uh aryan centric mm -hmm. society that we live in and like to ignore because it's easier right but i also know that as a member of the heavy music community i have a responsibility to use my voice of anger to use my voice of rage and and protest in that way against the society that we live in uh, because that's what heavy music's about. It's about yeah. rage. It's about dismantling unjust systems. It's it's that's that's why I got into it. That's why I'm still in it because uh, I believe there's such a power in the voice of the angry. Oh yeah, and I think you know coming after like whenever you guys release this, like it, what we're going through now with like the well, obviously the the pandemic is one thing, but you know the the black ladders black lives matter movement and everything that we're seeing everywhere you know it'll always be it'll be a piece of history for forever so like having that being a driving force in some of your music will be way more um not accepted but like people will be more related to it because it's not just like what you said before being dropped by you know you, you know mm -hmm. management leaving and stuff like people could maybe understand that and take it and interpret like that those lyrics or whatever mm -hmm. they are in their own way but then I'm sure whatever you write, it's going to have some reflection on what we're going through right now and kind of more relatable, relatable lyric to lyric and not more decoded into like, this is a you know, right. about losing you know management and all the other stuff. But like all of that combined, I think that this next record for sure, like, like I said, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing it because it, I, I think it's going to be a big one for not only you guys I as a band, so. but like the community of well music in general. And obviously, like the 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 heavy side of of the music industry, I think that's going to be a, a huge one for sure. I'm I I I really appreciate that. First, um, but I mean, second, I'm really excited to see what all the fucking heavy bands are going to come with out of this. I mean, oh yeah, there's it's it's with everything that's happened, like including the gigantic destruction of metal music through COVID. Because let's be honest, the metal community is probably the the farthest down on the totem pole as far as like income through music yeah. so the the coronavirus just absolutely decimated this community i'm i'm 
I'm anticipating seeing bands just literally hanging up the towel. You know what I mean? Like they just yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Um, which is sad. It's really fucking sad. It is. Um, but I'm I'm more excited than I am sad because I think the bands that keep their heads down and really push to make new heavy music during all of this are doing the world a favor because there is a, a catharsism, cathartic, 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 catharticism, cathartic. I can't uh, say that cathartic. word either, dude. So it's fine. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is very cathartic to, to just. <laughs> have angry music when you're this angry like i mean i can't imagine going to a protest and listening to soft jazz you know oh um, yeah but i can you go to a protest you put on rage against the fucking machine that's when you're oh. in your fucking element you know oh yeah uh, so every, i think everyone's going to be coming up with some great shit but i mean also like back to your point about being more relatable even so i mean it's just writing lyrics about what's happening in the now Mm-hmm. It, it lets me be a little bit more pointed and direct with what I'm saying anyway, because you're right when I'm talking about my anger with how my life is going, there is a vagueness and there's like a poetic, like uh, a, a way to go poetically about it that um, kind of distances the reality mm-hmm. inside of the words um, so that anybody can relate to it. But this is just like, I can straight up say fuck Nazis. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's just the most fun thing to do. Because everybody else who's going to listen to our music, they'll either fuck off and go be a Nazi on their own yeah. uh, and can get the hell out of my life. Yeah. Or they'll be like, yes, fuck Nazis. Damn. That shit's going to hit hard on multiple levels. <laughs> Damn. Like, so as far as like going off of, I mean, lyrically, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're going to like what we were just talking about. You know, you're going to input some of the things that we're going through now. But like... <coughs> I guess maybe, well, speaking lyrically as well, but like as far as the music, is there different things that you guys are like going to try and like implement differently, kind of like switch it up? Like obviously keeping the same like vibe of what Kane Hill mm-hmm. is, but like, you know, each band, like record to record, like majority of the time there's a, a slight oh, shift, you know, like obviously it's not, I'm not talking about like going from too far gone to the EP Kill the Sun. Like that's total, that's different. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> But like, yeah, yeah. But as far as like, is there different things that you guys might try to implement, like, with that? Um, yeah, I think the big thing is that, um, I mean, in the past we've pretty much, other than working with Chris Crummett on that EP and one other song that we did, um, we've pretty much exclusively worked with Drew Folk in the past, who is an absolute mastermind and definitely had like a heavy hand in helping us develop our sound. So now we're pretty much on our own. Like we used to go to, to write with a bunch of like high profile writers. Like we wrote with the guy who wrote with like disturbs hits. We wrote with the oh, guy shit. who did like three days braces hits. And we we're like, okay, cool. We, uh, for what it's worth, we didn't use any of those songs. They didn't, they didn't really work out. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's part of the game. But like, yeah, it's the fun part of the game meeting like an absolute icon and like just coming back home with trash. You're like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> Why? Why couldn't I make a hit like Three Days Grace? But I don't know. I don't think I want to play. I love Three Days Grace, but I don't want to play Three Days Grace. No, of course. But um, yeah, I think the the newest thing for us is that we're just mostly doing it on our own. We're working with uh, an engineer down here. That's our good friend, John DeLise. He mm-hmm. works on a lot of like the kind of regional stuff down here. Um, and we, I mean, it started with me just kind of like, going and and tracking vocals with them that way they sounded good so we could ship demos out to management and labels um 
<laughs> but it ended up with um I mean, we got a manager really easily uh somebody that we were really stoked to be working with um jerry he's like suicide silence's manager and we were like okay that's cool i saw what you did with suicide silence to make him huge cool yeah. uh neat um so we're working with him and we uh we sent him those demos and he was just like i mean why why are we bothering trying to shop out the labels when we're going to be put behind everyone who's been like yeah postponed through covid and then money is going to be weird contracts are surely going to be strange so he's like let's just make some music on our own and then put it out on our own so that's that's the big change and it's definitely affected it sonically and i think the stress of everything has affected it sonically like oh fuck we have to really do this on our own uh we have john helping (laughs) us but but it's it's less heavy-handed than it was with drew like i mean this is this is really the first time that i've had like zero help writing lyrics i've always had a little bit of help in the beginning i had a lot of help but i'm finally at that point where like other than kill the sun there was it was it was pretty heavily me with a couple friends um but this shit's like all me yeah that's very stressful for me because i don't have anyone being like this is bad i just have to hope that it's not bad and it's not bad i'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) straight to the phone it's good um, All right. but everything, everything just gotten heavier, a lot more raw. Um, we're not as polished as we have been. And I feel like we never were very polished in the first place. So it's a little bit crazier and weirder. And I think it's just a little bit more fun. Um, this is like very unapologetically Cane Hill aggro aggression. It's, it's none of the, like less of the weirdness, honestly, I'd say, and more just the hate. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. That's a big difference. Yeah. Like, so saying that you're doing like all like writing the lyrics, you're kind of, you're just doing it all by yourself now. Like what's like, do you just go for a walk? Do you sit down? Do you, I don't know. Like, do you, what's your process on doing that? Cause I don't really, I mean, I've seen so many different, you know, people do it like Aaron Polly and, and stuff like that. Everyone has their own vibe of what they like to do. Like whether it's smoking weed or, you know, going out on a, on a fucking, camping trip or something like what like for this this new record that you guys are doing like what do you what do you do i don't know <laughs> most most of the lyrics come to my head when i'm driving uh or almost asleep that's like the huh. truth there is no method uh if there's any method it's just if i hop in my car my vacant brain will probably come up with something <laughs> um like i've tried going to a park i got distracted by the ducks Oh, uh, I've, I've tried like sitting in my backyard, listening to, to like soft ambient music. I got distracted by my dogs. Um, there's always a fucking animal there to distract you no matter where you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wish I had a method, but it's really, I've just gotten very persistent that if anything pops into my head, the first thing I do is I write it down. I refuse to lose it. And then from there, if I have something that pops into my head, I'll just try to expand on it. And if I don't, I set it aside in this very long notepad of notes in my phone. Like I think okay. it spans back even to like before the two far gone era. Um, oh, okay. And then I'll just periodically uh, whenever James, Devin and Ryan give me a song, um, I'll just sit down, listen to it, go through my notes, see, try to find literally one line that speaks to me about the song. One line that really has like uh, a good, a good overarching like vibe. Mm-hmm to uh to it i love hate that word i really do love hate it but it's a vibe yeah. um 
and then that's when I expand on it and I'll like go back in and I'll be like if, if this line works let me find lines that relate to it so I kind of just build puzzles out of the 500,000 ideas that I've had in the past since they're all my feelings and my emotions no matter what they were regarding when I wrote them uh, words take different meaning over time so I like to just I like to not be the kind of guy who's like, if it's not brand new, it's garbage. Yeah. Um, like I, I've always had thoughts. Why would I disregard those great thoughts just because I didn't have music for it at the time being? Yeah. So that's, that's my method is just, you know, it's like Legos. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, no, I was just making sure. Okay. It, it, I thought it cut out for a second. I was like, Oh shit. Did I, did I lose them? Uh, no, I am straight up here. Yeah. Oh, dude, Legos. You said Legos and brought back like a, a memory of me jumping off the, the, the top bunk of. I used to have bunk beds with my brothers and, and jumped Same. off the top and I landed right on a Lego. Fucking, like, what a slice. dumb mistake, dude. Dude. And now they make socks for like Legos. Like what? You know, like those hospital socks that has those little grips on the bottom. Yep, that's exactly what I pictured when you said they made yeah, Lego socks. Yeah, they look kind of like that. I almost want a pair, and I don't even—I don't even have Legos anymore. But like, I kind of just want to. I mean, be, honestly, like, I got—I got stuff in my house I don't want to step on. Oh know? yeah, that's okay. So this has been my complaint for a really long time. <laughs> uh, I don't—I don't want to sidetrack. No, okay, dude. So millions of years of evolution, dude. Millions of years of evolution, and we turn into soft, putty skin sacks. <laughs> <laughs> while ants and beetles have exoskeletons. This is my beef. And I've tweeted about it and yes. nobody wants to give it any attention. I okay. Love this. But I want to know why out of everything, man, we have fucking thumbs. We can create weapons and we can build fucking plates of armor to surround ourselves because yeah. we've developed a consciousness. But so why didn't we just also develop those body armor plates naturally? Like we have muscles that become thick underneath our skin that doesn't protect you from a weapon it doesn't protect you from a yeah. saber-toothed fucking tiger okay <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm annoyed by it that's that's just the bottom line like i think if we were going to evolve properly we would probably evolve like predators from predator versus alien right yeah uh, we, should be, we should be savages right now that's the ideal man you know that's that's a 10 out of 10 hot boy Somebody that comes in with body armor evolved through his body and can see in infrared. And I say that as someone Ooh, yeah. who's never watched Predator 1, but <laughs> yeah. I did watch gameplay of the video game Predator, so I know enough. Yeah, you know enough, for sure. <laughs> That's a good point, because I, I remember back as a kid, like, always, you know, I don't, around the house, like, I don't wear shoes or anything, but, like, as a kid, like, always going to the beach and, like, never wearing shoes and, like, I could step on some hot sand or rocks or anything. My feet were just so just callous on the bottom that like nothing fazed me. Now I'm like, went to the beach the other day, like last weekend and it was hot sand. I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> Running towards the water. I'm like, yeah. Wow. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that sucks though. Cause I'm still young, man. I'm 28. Like if that's old age, like I'm fucked, dude. My vision's already going like I'm destroyed. I'm 26 and my knees are gone, dude. Oh, I got no knees. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I had an exoskeleton, it would probably also add support for the bones inside of my system. Like, exactly. There's just like so many reasons an exoskeleton would have been sick. And I feel like calluses are your body's way of creating its own tiny exoskeleton, mm -hmm. but it's so puny and pathetic. Yeah. Like, and we can't lift. Ants can lift like what, 50 to 100 times their weight. And I can lift like maybe like a, a 20 pound weight, but I struggle the whole time. Yeah. It's stupid.
<laughs> I hate the human body. I think that we were a mistake. <laughs> or or we were designed really, really great in like the, the caveman era and like then we got money and jobs and in taxes and then we became soft. I mean, look look at the forehead of, of yeah. neanderthals uh it's huge it's a huge gigantic plate that probably provides much more protection than my fucking forehead that just goes straight up and back i know right oh, dude that's, that's a, even a good sun visor that's a that's yeah. a that's a that's a <laughs> skeleton made sun visor dude, genius yeah. now the sun just gets in my eyes Man, I gotta wear a hat and shit. Like, and I can't wear sunglasses okay. a lot because I got glasses, and I don't want to spend an extra three hundred dollars to get transition lens, dude. All transition lenses, dude. Like, man, it's like, I want those lenses where I walk outside and they turn dark, and I walk inside and they're normal. That way, it's like outside Neo, inside nerd. <laughs> See, I'm down with those, but the thing is, it's like, what if it becomes like that? You go outside, but you still want like that clear lens. It's like, hey, hey sunglasses or glasses whatever like hey dude i'm not ready to be like you gotta buy auto- automated lenses that you can speak to it's Damn. called bluetooth bro add siri to my eyes oh. uh you know i mean they were coming out with those those contact lenses that could record uh like for a minute they were like developing them after that black mirror episode they were like oh by the way we are doing this and they never did but if they didn't do that then why can't i get glasses that i can talk to Man, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was, so I've unfortunately I've, I've only seen one episode of Black Mirror when it first came out. And it kind of just hit Bro. the back burner. Oh, I know, I need to get on it. But the the creator, I don't know his name, but the creator of Black Mirror said that like they're not going to put anything else out for a little bit because I think their last We're episode, yeah, their at, like last episode was like too real, like compared to like what we're going through now. He's like, dude, like this shit's. The show's trippy on its own. Like what we're going through, like right now in real life, is a its own Black Mirror episode. And I'm like, holy shit! I gotta I mean, watch that last episode. <laughs> I mean, throughout history, science fiction has always predicted the future, almost every single time. Well, not almost every single time, but I, I, that seems like a gross over exaggeration. Yeah. But like a significant amount of sci-fi ideas and themes and like technology that they use in sci-fi becomes a reality like uh i mean you can look at like sci-fi from the 1950s and they have things like oh you can talk to somebody you can see somebody's face in front of you and talk to them from miles away FaceTime, bro. i mean look at star wars with their holographic their halogen i mean that's that's in development right now uh so the fact that a like sci-fi thriller based off of like the worst possible side of the future is coming true just does not surprise me because there's uh i I was reading the other day about uh there's a a branch of science uh would you call it a branch um there's there's a branch of science that uh works in the prediction of future uh like like global trauma or like future global okay. trends and the negative impacts of it and like what's going to happen in the future and back when 2012 hit and everyone's like the Mayan calendar is ending <laughs> um and it, the world didn't end there was a, a theoretical scientist uh in that branch of science that i can't remember unfortunately because words escaped me um and he was like you think this is bad just wait till 2020 mm-hmm. he's like all this shit's gonna happen and the bada bing bada boom it did so nothing 
nothing about uh, prediction uh, shocks me, especially Black Mirror, because they came out with that Black Mirror episode with the weird dog robot that goes around and kills people, and like Ben video surfaced of a Chinese yeah. company who had already been building a dog Dude. to do things like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Eat. Well, like even thinking of. It's not like going off what you're saying with like the sci-fi movies and stuff like that, but like, dude, even like The Simpsons, like yeah, predicting yeah. like 9-11, Trump Simpsons as the president, like, yo, that guy's got to be in that scientific group that does the predictions. Like, he's got to be some... either that or he's like a Freemason. He's gone to the future. Yeah, oh, that's that's one of the conspiracies where it's like, you know, I, I love reading conspiracies. I, I'm not saying that I'm a conspiracy a theorist or whatever you want I mean, to call it but like i mean listening to all that shit like all the things that like you see like on i've so many facebook posts or something where i've gone down the rabbit hole of like the simpsons predicting all these things i'm like yo like he's gotta be some like time traveler like something like that I'm i like, feel like that's not like a conspiracy theory i feel like it's oh, just yeah. like not being the kind of like like to believe that it's possible that Matt Groening could have traveled into the future and seen something. I think that's just not trusting the government when they tell you, you can't time travel. Um, and anyone who calls, there's a lot of conspiracy theories, mind you that are fucking far fetched, yeah. but we live in a universe that is surrounded by millions and millions of unending universes. You're going to tell me that in our universe, there's no way that there's another parallel universe where everything the same is happening, except they've created time travel. You're telling me if they created time travel, they couldn't create interdimensional travel. You're telling me they couldn't have come here and Matt Groening couldn't have been like, hey, let me hit that up. Yeah, That's like a super remedial dumbass way to say it. But with all of the dimensions surrounding us, I mean, that's, I mean, they remind you that's like my belief in how the world works. Of course. Um, I've done all the acid in the goddamn world i can believe what i want <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> um, but if, if if there are an infinite amount of universes surrounding ours oh, yeah. i think it is far-fetched to think that what you currently know as a very simple human being with no connections to the higher like echelons of the world no connections to the super wealthy mm -hmm. no connections to the super powerful no connections to the super intelligent that we're just going to sit here and be like, yeah, that's not possible. They would have told us. Why would they have told us? No, they Why would hear. they have told yeah. the simpletons? We can't <laughs> handle wearing a mask in public. How are we going to handle time travel? Oh, yeah. No way. Like, I would imagine, like, extraterrestrials came to Earth or something, and they're like, nah, these guys are fucking pussies. Like, if, if they are an intelligent being, they for sure said nah. Yeah, no thank you. Pass. We'll come back and, like, a million years and see if you guys and are like hopefully even here. we will have like gone to dirt and come back as something better maybe with an exoskeleton you know yeah yes you need to do like some crazy ass music video for the next record with like touching on all those points with like some crazy like exoskeleton like some cgi <laughs> shit like just bring it full. Look, just, yeah. you you find me a label budget and i'll make uh, it happen <laughs> <laughs> but until someone else is paying for it no yeah uh, of course yeah. i'll just i'll just get someone to draw it on one of those flip books or the whole music video boom there you go like i could probably hey, do that's that. called like, art that's yeah. called art bud right I, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um so there's one thing i i try not to write down like notes and stuff because i don't want to come off like interview-esque but like sometimes I, I just wanted to make sure like i had some notes there was one thing 
I don't know if it, like who I was talking to or if I read it somewhere, but going off of what you were saying of doing acid was, did that kill the sun record? Did you guys like write like while on acid or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that uh, pop up every here and there, but okay. But so I did see no. it. Okay. Okay. I yeah. Was, but I was yeah, like, that, yeah. that theory exists. And I think that just comes with the turf of us always being like, <laughs> and you got a song acid. acid rain too. So I was yes. like, well, maybe it's true. But that's uh, that, so that song was about how we did so much acid and we were always like in search of acid and it became like an actual problem. Uh, but no, we tried to write songs while physically <laughs> on the drug. And if you could, if if James ever went into his like hard drive and found all of those sounds and like put them into the world, you would question our sanity throughout the entire period because we were sitting there going, this sounds so cool. This and then we listen to it and it's more like a cat literally scratching a post for an hour and a half yes but in different pitches so no 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 we're not good enough to write music on acid (laughs) okay well at least i know that like i didn't i wasn't sure if that was just something that i've like listened to the record and the song acid rain and like maybe popped it in my own head of you guys trying to like or did like the record or something on acid but Good to know that there was at least something out there that, like, maybe I'm for sure read about it. Yeah, yeah, it's it there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the theories are out there, and people can believe what they want, but, like, I wish. I wish we were that talented, but no, we just did a bunch of acid, and then later on came back, and we're like, let's write about it. Let's use our experience. I mean, that's just as powerful, I would imagine. I've never, I've never done any psychedelics, and eventually I will. Don't know which one, probably shrooms, but, you know, got to find yeah, that right time. Shrooms. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you feel like is the best move for you, that's what you should do. Uh, people are going to try to convince you, like, mushrooms are, like, metaphysical and acid is, like, this and that. And you just go with your gut. I, oh, yeah. I knew I wouldn't like shrooms, and I did them, and I fucking hated them. Uh, yeah. And I knew I would like acid, and I did it, and I loved it. Nice. Um, I did it with ecstasy the first time I did it, so that probably helped. But oh, shit. it was tight. Uh, the shrooms scared me, but my wife fucking loved shrooms. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Everyone has different reactions. So go with your gut. Do yeah. what you like. Don't oh, let yeah. anyone convince you otherwise. I, I think for me to do it, like I have in my head, like I, I definitely in my lifetime would like to do it. But I think I might wait for like if I hit like a, a creative um, dead spot, I guess, where I'm like, all right, hey, like I'm 35 or 40 or whatever. And like I just need to kind of break from reality and like try I am and find... out of pictures to take yeah like wait what i said i'm out of pictures to oh take. i know right I, I need more yeah and then you know obviously like i'm a big fan of listening to podcasts as well and you know i hear like joe rogan like on podcasts like with some guests like they'll they'll microdose mushrooms and shit i'm like holy shit like sounds intense but yeah for a creative aspect that's where i would probably use it like that's that's honestly that's that's the most useful or 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 best use of it in in my hand like that's what we started out doing and it was super helpful uh what became a problem is when like you you stop using it for creativity and you start using it as like a crutch to escape the Uh, reality that you're in so um there's, there's definitely a fine line to draw but you are obviously a responsible adult uh yeah, right. i count that you would get into <laughs> get into shrooms you just become like a fucking shroom head and get lost in the trip you know um but yeah i mean it's great for creativity it it made us like it made us like focus on 
a lot of outside perspectives uh, that we never would have before, but it also makes you very uh, introspective. For like eight hours straight, you have the part of your brain that you never listen to speaking very loudly to you, yeah. whether it's positive or negative. Uh, and I've had, I've heard people complain about bad trips. I've heard people gallivant about good trips, but I'll tell you the truth for me is that I got the best change in my mentality, the greatest boost in my humanity from the bad trips, the mm. things that were harder to go through yeah. and being really face to face with the darker side of my brain for an unavoidable eight or nine hours just Oof. inside my own head in the worst spot I didn't want to be in. So I avoided it all the time, yeah. but I couldn't anymore. And that's where I think I really grew. That's where I think a lot of my emotional and mental maturity over the past two years came from was just having to sit there and reckon with a lot of the things that I've done in my life and come to terms with a lot of the decisions I made as a kid to a college student to a fully grown adult like um and that's that's where the creativity came from for me because it's reflection it's 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 looking at what you don't want to look at about yourself and using that to create art that you know people will relate to because everybody hates who they've been yeah interesting you know damn there's one thing like you said like eight hours i think for me also it's like holy shit that's a daunting thing i'm like Maybe DMT is a little bit more my speed, five, 15 <laughs> minutes, you know, like, you know, although I'm five, sure it's 15 sounds, minutes in this reality. Yeah. But like, yeah, hours and fucking light years of a, a possible yeah. eternity. Yeah. Which is, I guess, thinking of it from the outside, DMT from a, a, a time span, like, you know, like I said, like five, 15 minutes, like that sounds appealing to me because, like, you know, acid or shrooms or whatever, where it's like a good chunk of an entire day, it's like, holy shit, like, I've, right, I've never done gotta, it, but yeah, obviously. Time is a concept. Yeah. Time is a physical concept. And when you're inside of your head like that, it doesn't exist. Damn. It literally doesn't. Like 15 minutes can, on DMT, 15 minutes can be an entire lifetime you live. Dude. And then you come back and nothing's changed. On acid, nine hours could feel like 30 minutes or it could feel like 10 days. Um, you, you, you've been, the, the idea of time is a learned thing. You have been taught time. You understand time only because society gives it to you right your brain doesn't get it your brain as uh, a metaphysical uh construct doesn't un there's no time yeah. inside of your skull the time is all what you perceive and yeah. when you're on those drugs none of that's perceived there's no perception of the existence of time which yeah. is exciting and daunting indeed yeah. intense <sighs> worth it though yeah worth it one day i recommend it to people when they're in the right headspace See, that's, yeah, the one thing I've always kind of like, well, obviously it's one, you know, one thing to say, like I've, I've read something, but you know, I feel like you got to be able to be in that certain mind space because you don't want it. Well, like you said, you took those bad trips and it was a, a positive thing, you know, coming out of it, you know, dealing with all of that. But like some, right. I feel like for some people, like a, a bad trip could fuck them up for. Oh yeah. It's a, all about your own personal mentality, man. Yeah. Like I'm at a point now where I do not want a bad trip. <laughs> like if I had a bad trip, <laughs> yeah. I'd be very upset. Um, and that's why, I mean, that's why I stopped and haven't done it since, um, a long time ago, like I, I guess a year and a half, except for that one time we did it at an ICP show recently. <laughs> uh, and that was, that was horrible. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the reason that I don't do it anymore is because I, I don't, 
feel like having bad trips. And in that part of my life, my life was a bad trip. You know, I couldn't expect to have anything except a bad trip. I wasn't in a good place mentally. Uh, I wasn't a good person particularly. Uh, I wasn't like a, a fucking serial killer or anything, but like I, 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 I treated people pretty bad. Like people who didn't deserve to be treated bad. I did it. Um, and that's a, that's enough roughness to make you just go into like a really bad state yeah. of mind. Um, yeah. but that's what fixed it was. So now I don't want to have a bad trip. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty fucking happy. Like as happy as I can be, I'm still like wildly depressed, but I think that's a condition. Yeah. Uh, overall I'm happy and I don't want to have a bad trip and then ruin the goodness that I have going. Um, yeah, go so a little I'm not too far it. back into the bad. Yeah, and maybe not. And maybe I'd of... have a. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'd have a good trip. I don't. Know. I ain't doing it. But you don't want to risk, but... like you know, like hey, I'm good. Like I'm good. Like <laughs> even if it's good, <laughs> good trip. Like I don't want to risk having that bad trip, and I'm I'm fucked for years. Like I feel like exactly. I'm shit. I'm in a good place. I don't I don't need the drug to explore. I'm I'm creative right now. I don't need it. If ever there's a time where my creativity dies or my the goodness of my life dissipates and sure maybe i'll experiment again but for now i'm good i don't i think i think acid is great when you need it and when you don't need it there's no point to it yeah interesting huh. well I, I definitely don't plan on doing any any psychedelics in the in the near future but <laughs> you know once I, you know i gotta i want to experience it sometime because you know i've i've heard obviously the the bad and the good and you know just going back to like we're just humans on this one big ass rock and this endless universe like gotta kind of try and branch out and escape reality and venture yeah, off into your brain the, the walk gnarly, around you know yeah walk around for a year when it's only like 15 minutes on dmt yeah it's cool i don't think it's crazy that like you haven't done any drugs like that because i mean your 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 art screams i am into drugs <laughs> i would say yeah like my my i guess my style is pretty uh out there as far as just like glitches and all that crazy shit and like, even even the colors that you use it, it, it's vibrant and wild and you have a great way like i hate to go back to that one photo i commented on recently uh that i found in my save pics but that the the series of images you were doing for in this moment that were just an invasive red Oh, like your use yeah. of that tone okay, yeah, was just yeah, yeah. killer and it, it was visceral and it was emotive and and that's something that i mean that i prescribe to having a certain area of your brain readily available to tap into that like someone like me can only tap into with acid like that it was crazy it was crazy to me i'm 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 not a visual artist though so um seeing someone who is able to capture that kind of raw energy with just using colors tones position composition movement blah 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 <laughs> you know it blows my mind because i can't even I, I can't even draw a fucking good i can't even write the letter b uh well so you know visual arts ain't my thing <laughs> come on man you can do it come on one lot <laughs> one lot one line and then a side booby you know yeah see i can't do the side booby it looks i mean the six is even worse you should see my six <laughs> And my eight always looks like a six, and I can't explain how that happens. Oh, uh, like, see, so do you yeah. do you write like in like a digital font? <laughs> no, I write in chicken scratch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing that you're the the vocalist, and you have to read your own shit. So 
No one else has that's to like, look I got it. my notepad in my phone. I don't write things by hand. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's, there's no point, man. There's no <laughs> point. I've tried to decipher my dad's handwriting on, like, let's say, like, like okay, so he gives me a birthday card. I try to read what it says. I can only read. I'm the only person in the fucking world that I know that can read what he says. And it's because <laughs> when you look at a card that I write to him, it's the same illegible chicken shit that that's comes awesome. out. So. Genetics are a bitch, man. Damn. My sister writes great. Interesting. Hater. You got my mom's handwriting. Yeah, and- I usually uh, back in well, my my handwriting now, like it's kind of funny. Like high school, like I had some like I got compliments on my handwriting. Like it's like Dan, like man, you write like a girl, not like super squiggly and hearts on the eyes That's and all that the bullshit. Highest of compliments, though. I was like, you know, back then I was like, thanks, I guess. I'm just writing shit down, but now I'm like don't write that much and i'll just like scratch shit down i'm like what the fuck did i just write like <laughs> i've lost it like i lost my skill like i'm literally writing with a red crayola marker and i wrote down before i asked you about acid i have it written down acid and the c and the i look exactly the same and the d looks more like a b yeah see that's beautiful that's yeah. 2020 in a nutshell, dude. dude. Technology is ruining our lives, and we don't know how to use pencils anymore. Yeah, dude, fuck a pencil, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, they're worthless to me. Yeah. The only reason I have pencils or pens in my house because my wife bought them. <laughs> I haven't bought that. I do vocal lessons with people, and I always ask them, like, "Hey, do you have a pencil on you?" Knowing damn well <laughs> I don't even have a pencil on me. So is that? I guess is that something you've been doing a lot with the uh, the quarantine, doing more like vocal lessons and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty much how I've been sustaining myself. I mean, I have like a, a retail job that I do. Um, the, like, so I, I got married last year, and I don't oh, know if you know, but marriage costs no, a lot of money, right? Oh, yeah. Congrats, though. Uh, I'm sure I said that thanks. when I saw you. I don't know if that was, uh, who knows, dude, time. It's fucking I think crazy. I saw you like literally right after I got proposed. I think. Or right before I proposed. I just, know both, while, I just know both times you were with, what's her name again? Sorry. Ariel, it's Ariel okay. yeah. I I remember both times with a, of mice and then the the crown guys. Like you were, you were with her. So I've I've met her. I like to show her off. She has a funny accent. Where where is she is she from? Your part? She's or? from the hills of Kentucky. Oh, she's got a thick accent then for sure. Yeah, she talks like me. Does she make moonshine? Uh, actually, her actually, actually. Her, <laughs> no, her stepdad makes it, and uh, Damn. someone else in the family makes it, but uh. Her uncle, I picked up my puppy that I just got from her uncles, and they brought some moonshine to us. So I have some sitting in my kitchen, Ooh. and it's terrifying, and it smells like death. Is it? Uh, and it ain't for me. Is it? Is there fruit in it, or is it just like straight I like that fucking white wish, lightning dude, shit? It's white lightning oh, is literally dude. from the mountains, distilled in the hills. Fuck. White lightning ass, kill yourself moonshine. She doesn't even like it. Every time she drinks it, her ears turn red as hell. Uh, I remember, I forget what tour it was, but one of our bus drivers was from like the, some, I think it was like Tennessee or something. And his buddy lived in like the the backwoods of Tennessee and he made moonshine. And of course he did. we, yeah, of course. Right. And um, we got three bottles of moonshine. One was white lightning. One was just strawberries. And one had like, I think like mangoes and, shit like that and like it the shit at least for me like it was so easy to drink and it tasted really good but yo i oh i forget who i was with actually no um 
Do you know who Lonnie is? Um, he used to really familiar. drum tech, and then he was in um, Let Live for a little bit. Ah, so it's just a familiar name. Okay, I don't yeah, think yeah. I know him. Well, anyways, we were drinking it, and then him and I decided to, like, have, like, and these weren't small strawberries. Like, these things were those, like, thick bitches. Like, these things They're were massive. Big strawberries. Yeah, and we both ate. Big boy berries. Yeah, dude, and we both ate one separately, like. And those things got us fucked up, dude. Like more than drinking it, it was it was intense. Like, oh, just thinking about it, I'm wanting to gag and throw up. Shit's insane. I, it's deceptive, is what it is. Like a truly decept, de- deceptive drink. Yeah. Like you can drink beer, and you know, like, okay, so three, I'll be tipsy. Four, I'll be like a little bit like, eh, and then six, and maybe I'm blackout. Oh yeah, and I uh, like those strong. But IPAs, with moonshine, so. it's like, ooh, ooh, we have different tastes. Oh, what are you uh, on? What are you? What do you? Before I, you continue on, all I drink is uh, like Miller Light. Hey, nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing wrong with that, dude. I, I'm a I'm a simple kind of man. Oh yeah, that sounded hot, dude. <laughs> Thank you. That's that hillbilly tone. Yeah. Get it. You, uh, Kane Hill coming at you on KRTY Look, if, country. If, if, if I'm being honest, I would start a folk project in a fucking second, dude. Oh, I, yeah. I can change any pop song into a country song with just my wee voice. Uh, there's a YouTube channel right there. You're about to make massive amounts of money off YouTube just with a channel like that. <laughs> I, I, I just can't say anything about Black Lives Matter because then all the people that oh, like shit. country will yeah. fucking tuck tail, you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it's not the right path for me. Or maybe I can bring the more liberal-minded people into the country world, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. start a revolution in their own genre. Fuck it. Do it. <laughs> I'll back it. Take one more thing from the conservatives. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course, yeah. <laughs> That's my first fan. Yeah. I'm here, yeah, man. Exactly. Ride or die. Yee-yee. Ride or die. Yee-yee. <laughs> I respect that dude I respect that <laughs> um, one thing that I was curious I'm pretty sure I could find it anywhere on the internet but like I didn't really look on the internet but um, <laughs> I, I was curious where the band name came from Kane Hill ah, ah here tale. it is it's, it's literally nothing exciting is the thing like maybe if it was like a cool story that let me tell you but it's just like the weakest shit like we had an old band name it was garbage so we changed it. That one was taken by a cover band from the 1990s, so wow. we couldn't use that legally. Uh, it was Sleepwalker, very innovative. Yeah. Um, I think there's like five other bands called Sleepwalker or Sleepwaker, Sleep Talker, Sleep Taker. Um, so good riddance. Uh, and then we spent like a month just throwing names at the wall, hoping they would stick. Uh, and one day... We came up with the name Cane Hill because it's this old, spooky, abandoned asylum in the UK oh, okay. that burned down. Uh, it is now uh, like a, a subdivision, some shit. Okay. Um, we get a lot of updates on the Cane Hill subdivision because of the name. Um, <laughs> I know too much about it. There's like there's some gripes about the affordability and you know the budgets and how yeah. things are going in Cane Hill. But yeah, that's that's the whole excitement of the name Cane Hill. Where it's like that looks good. That'll do. That one's not taken. Perfect. Sign Works. me up. Great. That's ours. Yeah. Sounds good. It's yeah. free. Let's do it. The least cool story possible. Like literally good Charlotte story is better and they got it from a children's book. But I mean, an asylum, like that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. 
We were spookier back then, I think. So it fit really well. We're like, ooh, yeah, ghosts. Yee. David Bowie's brother like was uh, in there, shit like that. Like it's it's got some esteemed guests, some big hauntings. Um, we, spooky, spooky. Yeah. Ooh. So so yeah. Every day is Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So get that that big uh, music video budget, exoskeletons, yeah, yeah, yeah. CGI, and then fly to film it at that asylum. Cool. I have to go to the past to fly to so add exactly. that to the no, exactly. time travel. Just hit up okay, Elon okay, Musk. So- you know, he'll figure it Your out. Your record label that does eventually sign us at some point, maybe if we decide we want to. Yeah. Uh, can I have $500 million yes. for one music video? Yes. I promise the song is bomb. Yes. Just all yes. Danny told us to. I'm Jim Carrey in the, in fact, the Danny, Yes Man Danny's going to... Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that worked out well for him for a while, and then Zoe Deschanel was like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> all you said was yes. Oh, like yes. Zoe, shut up! You're the worst part of your own TV show. Oh my god! Are you talking about New Girl? Yeah, dude, she's oh, literally it. the the worst character. Yeah, on it's all show, about every other. It's all about Nick and Schmidt. Nick Schmidt and Winston don't okay, leave well, him out. Wait, He's okay, so yeah, fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. He's so weird, but he works. Like, wait, okay, so they got to like season three and a half, and he really started getting strange with that cat Ferguson. Yeah, yeah dude, this uh, show's weird. Uh, I was like, okay, but then I feel like the next season they pulled it around. I was like, okay, you just got rounded. <laughs> have you have you played that? Uh, was it Dead American? Is that the game uh, they play? I have not. I've always yeah, wanted I to don't play. know how it works. Neither do I. Which I don't think. I think there's got to be rules online, but like, like true American. Like the oh, true Dead America. Uh, it fits. It fits. Uh, yeah, America's dead. Yeah, America's dead. Uh, yeah, true America. <laughs> Like, man, dude, like, you're in a nice-ass flat, and the, the ground is lava, and there's trivia. Like, I'm going to get all the trivia yeah. wrong, but, like, if I can drink, that's I need that down. flat. Oh, uh, dude. If we trade drinking for smoking, like, I am not a drinker anymore. Yeah. Like, I have, like, a Miller Lite, and I'm like, oof, bedtime. Ooh. It's 8 p.m. Cheap date, but dude. I can, I can still, I am. I am literally the cheapest date. Buy me some french fried chicken nuggets and like a Ooh. beer and I'm putty in your hands. That sounds great, dude. I might have to hit you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, dude? You just gotta ask my wife for permission. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Shit. Um, oh, there was, basically the only two like notes that I had written down was, well, where Kane Hill came from. And then one I came across and I just had to ask. I saw, I think it was from Kerrang. I think it was like, no one knows or some shit like that. But something yeah, about my your favorite interview. Something about your toes, man. What's, what's going on? <laughs> I had to ask. I saw that. And I was like, I wasn't like searching for shit to ask. Like, but I saw that and I was like, all right, I got to know what's up. That's my favorite fact about myself. Uh, I have no sensation in the tips of my toes except for pain. Uh, I got trench foot twice on our early tours. Twice. I was wearing Doc Martens. Yeah, twice. Yeah, not even once. A fucking relatively extinct disease. Uh, I contracted twice because I was wearing Doc Martens with like wool socks. I never took them off. Like Oof. I was literally always drunk or high. So I was like, fuck it. And then like halfway through two separate occasions on tour, like I noticed the skin on my feet was decaying. Ooh. Uh it smelled like like if you ask the rest of the band about those days and what the worst smell they've ever smelled is it's my feet they're much better now Thank uh God. i got i got 
wiped up. So you know, yeah, yeah, you got to take care of that. She shit. fixed me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, it's it's bad. So like now, like there's no sensation in them unless like if I stub my toe, it is absolutely violently painful. Like really? eight hundred times worse than it was in the past. It's Damn. like someone is taking a sword and digging it into my toe and splitting it in half. Fuck. Uh, but anything else, like I can't feel. So it's Shit. a pretty lose lose situation. I would, yeah, it sounds like it, dude. Fuck. Damn. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Devin got trench foot too. So I'm like not the only <laughs> okay. one. Well, at least you're not the only one. Damn. Yeah, I think he still has feeling in his feet though. Oh, well. I didn't well, need him. Yeah. I'm still dude. walking fine. Can, yeah, it's like as long as you can still walk and have like some sort of balance, like I think you're pretty good. <laughs> I'm an adult. I don't need feeling in my toes. <laughs> um, kind of to to close this out a little bit, like as far as like the the next Cane Hill record or, or what's like, I mean, obviously it's a little bit different now with you guys like trying to find you know shopping around for a new label and 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 all that stuff. Like, and yeah, you independent. Yeah, and and everything that's going on in, in the world right now. Like, did you do you guys have like a date kind of? Or you're you're trying to push for, or is it kind of just open ended? Like, yeah, totally. Uh, we do, but uh, it's a secret um, <laughs> because if I tell you what we're pushing for and we don't do it, <laughs> people are gonna be pissed. Hey, what the fuck? You said the music was gonna come out around now. Why hasn't it? Because we're broke and we're trying to make money to make it work. Shut the fuck up. Sit down. <laughs> Shh. Music yeah. fans are just the worst. Like I, I need them. I love them. I respect them. I am one. Uh, yeah. But they, we are the absolute worst. Uh, <laughs> like I know we're gonna put out this music, and like after all the comments that are like, "No, no, you guys should have stayed heavy." There's gonna be people like, "No, no, you guys should have stayed soft." Oh yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm ready for all of the worst, and that includes people screaming, "You haven't put out music in a year and a half." are you even real anymore you guys are um, not gonna be a band in like half a year like you guys are so done thanks thanks you need a you know, like, can't live like, with them can't live without them kind of situation I mean, yeah it's the it's the worst i hate y'all i love y'all to uh <laughs> at music fans uh definitely need you but uh let's not forget you need me, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we got to make sure you're, you know, pushing out shit. But, like, when it's ready, you don't want to force that shit just for the sake of putting music out. Because then it's just going to set you back even further. Like You can't say, oh, guys, here's some music, but it's, it's shit. So, you know, yeah. I hope you guys, I hope the bad press is good press. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Um, let's see here. Obviously, I'll put some links and stuff in the show notes. But as far as, like, where you want people to check out your super sick life in the band like like super sick life wait if you want to watch videos of my puppies oh if you want to watch i already want to yeah that's a that's an easy sale uh go to my twitter or my instagram it's at elijah witt both times um there's no fucking difference because (laughs) i monopolize that shit yeah like an adult dude yeah um so uh, it's mostly, yeah, if you want to see pictures of my dogs or if you want to see the worst memes ever curated because my taste is supple, uh, follow me. <laughs> Absolutely supple, dude, like a supple. sweet tit. Ooh. Yeah. Sweet tits or uh, moonshine absorbed into strawberries. Just supple. Both of those are supple. Supple. Uh, and supple both of those are dangerous. They are very dangerous. 
good, but very dangerous. <laughs> Tits and strawberries, man. Um, and They're then the, the same shape. Yeah, and then the the band one is it just at Cane Hill, right? Uh, that's where it gets a little bit more confusing. You know, oh, it's like shit. at Cane Hill on Instagram, at Cane underscore Hill on Twitter. We are Cane Hill on Facebook. There is no monopoly. <laughs> I'll like I said, I'll put some some links so people don't have to like search for it because I know everyone just wants everything right at their their uh, fingertips. I so. mean, I feel that on like a spiritual level. Oh, if I too. have to click more than one link, I ain't doing it. Oh yeah, like if I have, I have, thing, I have yeah. time to kill, but I refuse to do it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> well, shit, dude. I I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Let alone it being Father's Day, Faja, Faja's Day. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll have to do this again sometime. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm still pretty new at the the podcast game, but eventually I'd like to be super savage and be able to fly people out and have a little studio and shit. But Yo, hopefully... that sounds rich. Yeah, Hit dude. Me up. I'm trying to get Joe Rogan Spotify rich, baby. That's that's the mentality that's everyone insane. on podcast needs. That's a respectable mentality. Yeah. Uh, but I just mil. want to tell you, thank you. Like, I of saw course. you have Jaden from Siler on the podcast. I was like, what the fuck? He hasn't even asked me. Bro. Uh, yeah, I wanted to be on it, but I also hate to be the guy that's like, yo, let me on your podcast. So I just, you know, patiently waited. Yeah, when uh, I DM you. into my DMs. <laughs> yeah, it took me like, what, 30 in. seconds to respond? Yeah, and when uh, you responded, I was like, in a way, like, I was <laughs> like, is this, is this dude, is he, is he, fucking with me right now like because you were so like oh, yeah. you were so you came off so stoked about it and i was like is this is he trolling me right now like what's going on <laughs> I, was like, I fucking wish i was yeah. trolling you but no i'm a genuinely enthusiastic guy about some things awesome man well like i said thanks for taking time out of your day and i'm, I'm stoked My I'll, probably, super pledge. I'll put this out super pledge yes valley girl it's um, that's my alter ego yeah I'll, I'll probably put this out tomorrow since this is a, a sunday evening and um yeah, I'll, I'll have to pull some, or maybe send me a, a super cute photo that I can post about and throw the. the I have so many super on. cute photos of myself just because I am, in fact, super cute. So, yeah. not hard. Yeah, not hard. Very soft. Awesome. Right on, dude. Well, thank you, and I hope you and the the wifey have a, a good rest of your Sunday. And I'll uh, I'll text you and send you some links when I have them and all that fun shit. Big yeehaw. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, uh, man. I'll talk to you later, then. Sounds good. Right on. Fucking bye. Bye.